Hi, my name is Avantika Cardozo and welcome to Distorted Shakespearean Love. On today's show, I am going to recite the poem Let Me Not to the Marriage of True Minds, which is sonnet number 116 by William Shakespeare. And after that, I am going to talk about it and analyze what the sonnet actually means and what was the great William Shakespeare really thinking when he wrote this eloquent sonnet. What is a sonnet, you ask? A sonnet is a poetic form consisting of only 14 lines. Now, the rhyme scheme of this sonnet is A, B, A, B, C, D, C, D, E, F, E, F, G, G. And most of Shakespearean sonnets follow this pattern. It also follows the iambic pentameter, which means that every line has 10 syllables consisting of five iams. (laughs) Relax. It is just a word for a pair of stressed and unstressed syllables, which makes words catchy, like a popular song on the radio. Shakespearean sonnets are known to be romantic love letters to all or one of Shakespeare's mistresses. And one thing is for sure, Willie here sure did know his way around the ladies. Let Me Not to the Marriage of True Minds is a sonnet that is usually read out at weddings. But is the sonnet really about marriage? Well, I guess we shall find that out today. I will now begin reciting the sonnet. Sonnet 116 Let Me Not to the Marriage of True Minds by William Shakespeare. Let me not to the marriage of true minds admit impediments. Love is not love, which alters when it alteration finds, or bends with the remover to remove. Oh no, it is an ever-fixed mark that looks on tempests and is never shaken. It is the star to every wandering bark whose words unknown, although his height be taken. Love's not time's fool, though rosy lips and cheeks within his bending sickle's compass come. Love alters not with his brief hours and weeks, but bears it out, even to the edge of doom. If this be error, and upon me proved, I never writ, nor no man ever loved. Wow. So, it was a short sonnet, but its meaning definitely speaks volumes and I think anyone at first glance and read will know that 
it is a poem of a different type of love but what kind that is what we are going to talk about right now so let's understand the sonnet line by line the first line is let me not to the marriage of true minds admit impediments when you first read that line you probably think to yourself wow that is so weird <laughs> and what does impediments even mean well impediments basically means something or someone that has issues and i know what you're thinking right this moment you're probably going to save that word for the next time you have an argument with someone uh, it's a good word to use now the line let me not to the marriage of true minds is quite self explanatory when people with true minds are married in true love nothing can go wrong which basically means the whole line is contradictory in a way the next line is love is not love which alteration finds or bends with the remover to remove love does not change when circumstances change so for instance if you have a significant other and he or she starts to change well then i'm sorry to burst your bubble but it wasn't true love to begin with because when love is true even if things change love will always stay true and steadfast oh no it is an ever fixed mark that looks on tempests and is never shaken a tempest is referred to a storm usually out at sea so love the true kind of love even when it faces the wildest kind of tempest it is never shaken it is the star to every wandering bark whose words are known although his height be taken so when someone is lost they usually look up to the stars to find their way home in that sense love is the star to every wanderer as guidance whose words are known although his height be taken we don't know the actual meaning of love and what it's actually worth but we do know it is a power that is way beyond our intellectual and emotional ability to understand even though we try our best to understand it and even sometimes try to measure it we never can loves not times fool the rosy lips and cheeks within his bending sickle's compass come so love is not times fool love does not bend to the will of time 
Time does not have any control over love. Rosy lips and cheeks. As time passes, beauty fades. Pretty becomes ugly. You get older. But love doesn't change with time. Love alters not with his brief hours and weeks, but bears it out even to the edge of doom. So I think by now we have come to the understanding that love and time are two very different concepts. This line particularly means that love bears itself. It goes through the wreckages of time, even to the quote, edge of doom, unquote, as explained in the sonnet. But in the end, it always comes out fighting. And lastly, we have, if this be error and upon me proved, I never writ, nor no man ever loved. So a recurring theme throughout the sonnet is love and change. Love overcomes change and change even though good sometimes tends to ruin relationships where only the best ones come out fighting. If this be error and upon me proved is basically Shakespeare saying if he is wrong or mistaken, then we must assume that he has never written a line in his life. It's kind of sarcastic. Nor has any man loved ever. If what he described isn't love, well then we must believe that love doesn't exist because he is so sure that this, this is in its purity, is what love is. I do hope you enjoyed this podcast and can now understand Let Me Not to the Marriage of True Minds completely. And maybe one day you will be able to use it as a cheeky party trick once the pandemic ends. Until then, this is Avantika Cardoso signing off. And hey, don't forget to wear your masks and social distance and be a good citizen. Thank you for listening. This podcast is brought to you by my semester end exam.